What is up, everybody? Back again in the fan section with a fan section short that I think you guys all might find really interesting. This one is a special, an award special. So, the, for those of you that don't know, the semifinalists have been named for probably about a ton of, I wouldn't say four or five, for sure, um, for any award. And for those of you that don't really are still new to the college football or anything like that, every year... Um, the NCAA gives out these standout awards for deserving players, like the Best Running Back Award. They're, they're, they're named differently. They're named after players that were iconic in the, in the college football as well as the NFL, um, but they give out an MVP award that's not named the highest when they give away uh, a receiver award, a running back award, a linebacker award, a defensive, event, a defensive player of the year award, so and a coach of the year award as well, uh, a punter award even. So <laughs> there's lots of awards that they do give, but they only give it to one player, and we are going to highlight that semifinalist list um, as well as give you our opinions on who we think might win it and obviously who will be on that finalist list. And they only usually pick three to four finalists um, each year. So this fan section short is once again a fan section podcast brought to you for fans by fans from across the college landscape. From section 100 to section 300, bleachers down to the suites. We welcome everybody. Um, if you want to get in the mailbag, thefansection1 at gmail.com. Also, our Twitter handle is the fan section. We really hope you guys actually will give us some players that we might have left off this list, um, but it's the semifinalist list, so it's kind of set in stone. But if there's a player that you want us to highlight or talk about in another short, we definitely will. Also, me and Tyson put our heads together with a little bit of advice from uh, one fiancé that I'm going to shout out um, that we are going to do what's called, as when December rolls around, our 12 days of Christmas. And that is going to be uh, highlighting from, we're going to go from 12 to 1, um, and just different different things in those 12 days. So our 12 favorite players, our 12 favorite coaches, all the way down to 1, um, and that could be the greatest play we've seen this year or whatever. Um, so that'll be coming in December. But moving forward, real quick, let's get into the, the meat of this show and the point of this show, which is the awards. So we'll start with the Maxwell Award. It's Like I said, it is the MVP uh, of the NCAA, not it's basically not named Heisman. Whoever wins this usually doesn't win the Heisman. Um, it's just because it's just the MVP overall. Um, like basically best player. Uh, so yeah, uh, as far as the list goes, it's Bryce Young, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, C.J. Stroud, Sam Hartman, Desmond Ritter, Tanner Mordecai, Grayson McCall, Brendan Armstrong, Malik Willis, and then it's got Kenneth Walker, Bijan Robinson, Sean Tucker, Brees Hall, and Drake London. Uh, that is the semifinalist list for the Maxwell. Um, Tyson, do you do you have a f- clear favorite for this? I don't. Like, well, I'll give you one that I think definitely doesn't belong. Right, well, I'll, give you, I'll give you two. Ooh. Desmond Ritter and Tanner Mordecai. You can go oh. ahead and remove them. What? Yeah. I oh, my God. But, really? Uh, Starting strong. <laughs> also, Drake London is just an incredible receiver That's for USC. Brutal. But he's injured and he's he's out for the season. You just basically said, you know what, you, you just get off the list now. Yeah, I could probably say the oh same about Malik Willis now after this last game. Uh, yeah. John Robinson doesn't belong there. I <sighs> think yeah, Brees Hall's played his way back into it. I love it. But I would have to say a front runner. It's I mean, probably the top three, right? Or, or top four yeah, on that list? Top four plus Kenneth Walker. Yeah, okay. So, okay. yeah, Bryce Young, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral. So this award goes to obviously the best overall player. Um, but you have to take record and team out of it. Like, look at their stats individually. Compare them to other players. In that, in that, and obviously, uh, for me, the clear front runner is probably – it. I mean, I'm going to say either Bryce Young or Matt Corral. 
And depending on who wins the Heisman, we'll win this award between the two of them. So I think this actually will go to Matt Corral. I really do because mm-hmm. I think Bryce Young is going to win the Heisman. Um, it is just is what it is. I've never seen – I'm sure there has been, but I, I don't know of a Maxwell winner and a Heisman winner in the same year. Not usually. Yeah. yeah. It's just one of those things where you, – You know, and to your point, usually mm-hmm. the Maxwell is more of a statistics-driven award. You're right. Yeah. As opposed to Heisman, there's a whole – Host, there's a campaign. It's a political. It's very political. political. You're running for president. This one is a lot more stats-based. So, yeah, I I think then with that being said, I think actually maybe like your Kenny Pickett might have the best shot. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. Absolutely. Um, Or Brennan Armstrong from Virginia. He leads the nation in passing. Exactly. You can't really take strength of schedule into account. You just take based on the player, right? So the Maxwell is it's it's loaded with a lot of really talented players, even though you don't think Ritter or Mordecai belong on there. Um, <laughs> but I I would I would disagree with Ritter. I don't think he's going to win it. He doesn't deserve to win it, but I think he definitely deserves to be on the list as a semifinalist. Um, not a finalist though. I think if I were to pick my top five finalists, it would be Young, Pickett, Corral, um, and then it would be Hartman, and then I would put uh, Kenneth Walker there. Um, just based on the, the overall scheme of teams that, you know, they're, they're all deserving. Yeah. Is there yeah. anyone on this semifinal list that you think, or that isn't on this list that you think should be? Uh, Stetson Bennett. Yeah, well. <laughs> based on based on how he's played and, and where he's as a, as a Georgia fan, I'm not trying to be biased, but Stetson Bennett took over the reins, led this mm-hmm. team, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to an undefeated season so far. Yeah. How many games has he played, though? He's eight. Only, has he really played eight played games? played eight games. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so he might have an argument yeah. ahead of uh, you know some of these guys, mm-hmm. like Grayson McCall. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, Definitely over Mordecai. Yeah. The only guy I can really think of is Tyler Algier, the running back for BYU. Yeah. Just because he's, he's the third leading rusher in the country. Mm-hmm. So, so you have three of the top four rushers in the country on this list. Yeah. Number four being Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. And and you don't have the th- third leading rusher in Tyler Algier. That seems a little strange to that's me. That's a little, yeah, definitely but, weird. Um, uh, but yeah, that uh, that's that's definitely a good highlight. Good highlight. So moving on, we've got the next one, which is the uh, Bednarik Award, which usually goes to a defensive player. Uh, actually, it always goes to a defensive yeah. player. Um, it, it's either a linebacker, it's a safety, it's a defensive end, a D tackle. Um, so yeah, this is the the best defensive player in the nation. You know what I mean? That will usually get this award. Um, it's been times where it has it's gone to the second best, or maybe the the you know it's a time, there's been times during the last few years it's gone to the third best, someone that really doesn't deserve it, but that's okay. Uh, politics aside, so on this list we've got Jordan Davis, Demarvin Leal, Aiden Hutchinson, rightfully so for Aiden, George Carleftis, Cameron Thomas, Jermaine Johnson the second, Kingsley Inigbear, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, Will Anderson, Nick Benito, which I'm really high on, Devin Lloyd, I'm really high on, Nicobe Dean, I'm also really high on, uh, Chad Muma, Leo Chanel, Ahmad Greer, or Ahmad Gardner, uh, Roger McCree, Jaquan Visker, and Kyle Hamilton to round out that last safety. Hamilton, I think, is going to get the short end of the stick, unfortunately, because he's just not getting enough uh, stat-wise, but he does make an impact on that defensive uh It's tough unit for as well. a secondary player. To this award, this though, is going to go to Jordan Davis. Like I'm just going to say it right now. It, it's pretty much his. He's locked it up. But he's, as you pointed out, stat-wise, he's not the best player on, on that front seven. Jalen Carter is actually the, the best player because Jordan Davis is not on the field for passing f- passing downs. He's only on the field for 
for first and second downs for sure. There are some third downs he's on, the, for third and shorts usually. But yeah, Jalen Carter's on the field the entire time. Um, I think he kind of got the shaft as far as that. But obviously when you're going up against Jordan Davis, he's been getting all the love. This is pretty much his to lose. The only other people that I can see that would sneak in would be Thibodeau and then um, probably Aiden Hutchinson. Based on the, just the media love that they're getting, I think. And I don't want to make this award political. Yeah. But Well, I, I think Devin Lloyd from Utah, the mm-hmm. linebacker. I mean, he had uh, nine tackles, a sack, an interception for a touchdown this last week. He... He and uh, yeah, Aiden O'Connell from Purdue mm-hmm. were co-national players of the week mm. this week. He has made a big push. Mm. He's leading the Pac-12 in tackles. Yeah, um, I think he's a real contender. Yeah, I, for I, sure. I think I think Jordan Davis is deserving. We you've talked to me about, and I I mean I understand that he's getting left for Heisman. It's I know. Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. But but for <laughs> but for the Bidneric, what? The nuance of, of defense is that he a lot of the things he's doing don't show up on a stat sheet. For mm-hmm. example, he's closing holes, mm-hmm. running running lanes. Now maybe he doesn't get the tackle, but he's drawing a double team to block. Him. Oh yeah, for sure every time. Or or he forces a pressure that forces the quarterback to roll out, and then and then another defender he, gets he, a sack. He's the something. Aaron Donald of the NCAA. Yeah, I think that that's I think that's fair to say. So yeah. I think he's absolutely deserving, mm-hmm. not of Heisman consideration, but mm-hmm. um, but I think the big the big names here. I agree, Jordan Davis. I think Aiden Hutchinson definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau's tough. He missed a couple games with an injury, and they they performed really well without him. And they did perform really. So well the the hell I like to do it. They is, didn't have him against Ohio State. If you take this player off this team, uh-huh. obviously if you barring any Georgia player. If you take those two players off this team, is this still an elite defense? The answer would probably be yes because of the depth they have. But if you take Nick Benito off Oklahoma's defense, instead of scoring 40, you're scoring 60. If you take (laughs) Devin Lloyd off of Utah's defense, you're not stopping the run. If you take Aiden Hutchinson off of Michigan's edge rushing side, you're not going to get any sacks for that game. So I think that that's where I'm a little biased in the sense where I think I love Jordan Davis – but if I were to see someone more deserving win this game, it would be Lloyd or win this award. It would be Lloyd, and it would be it would be Hutchinson. Honestly, those are my top two. I have to. Yeah, I think Nicobe Dean's also very deserving of being on this list. He he should win the linebacker award, so he should win the buck kiss. The buck kiss, yeah. Um, him or, him or Lloyd should win the buck kiss. Um, what I'm really shocked, and they left off was Rose, the yeah, linebacker. Iowa from, State. Yeah, and I. And I get it. Iowa State hasn't had that good of a year, but Mike Rose still can play. He's got good stats. He's had a better second half of the season. For sure. It is interesting. He got left off. Yeah, Who's who, who do you think is should be on that list? That I think should be Defensive on Defensive player. Team. I was thinking well, Stingley. I'll tell you one. Well, same team. But I'll tell you one that I, I'm shocked by is Damon Clark from LSU. Mm. He leads the country in tackles. Yeah. 107, 107 tackles through only nine games. Yeah, I'm pretty shocked he's not on that list. But you know, I mean, what about Stingley? He's not on. He's not on this list at all. Derek Stingley's not. Yeah, uh, I was just looking to interception. Uh, Jalen Foster, South Carolina, yeah. mm. leads the country with five interceptions. And you know the that they're throwing the ball all over South Carolina. <laughs> like, wow, I, that's. That's kind of crazy. So yeah, obviously there's going to be a lot of disagreements on who gets named, and it's a very tough job to pick 
10, and then 5. You so know my, I mean? my favorites here are Jordan Davis and Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd, okay. Those are my favorites here. And then a quick tidbit, uh, the Blitnikoff Award of finalists, semifinalists will be uh, announced November 15th, and then the Broyles Award will be announced December 23rd. Um, as far as the Doak Walker, that'll be November 16th is when they announce that list. And then the Ray Guy Award is on November 10th. The Walter Camp Award is November 11th. And then the Outland Trophy, November 17th. So that's why we haven't listed these, um, those awards, if you know what I mean. Like, obviously, they're highlighting biggest. But, yeah, so then moving forward, we will have – It's the Mackey? Okay, yeah, Mackey, perfect. Uh, for the Mackey, the John Mackey Award – it goes to the best tight end, the country's best tight end. And if you listen to the podcast, which you all do that are listening to it, um, I've highlighted every single tight end on my top five that I talked about is on this list. So I know what I'm talking about in that sense, right? Brock Bowers, Derek Deese, Greg Dolchitz, Charlie Kolar, Isaiah Likely, Michael Mayer, Trey McBride, and Jalen Wiedermeyer. All five of the dudes that I just mentioned uh, in that previous podcast made this list. So... Quick tidbit, though, Brock Bowers is the first freshman tight end to ever get a, a, on the semifinalist list for John Mackey. So, and he deserves it. Very deserving, very deserving. Who wins this award? I do not have a clue. Like, all tight ends are very, very good. All tight ends will be playing at the next level. All tight ends will have a chance to make a big impact at the next level. Um, I want to lean, and I this unfortunately this award will come down to the remaining games because for me it's that close but i think wiedermeyer wins this award i just i i just think he i just think he's the best tight end in the class i really do i i don't see anybody better maybe dolchitz maybe well it's a very niche award in that the the people voting are Mm -hmm. tight ends yeah or or tight end coaches yeah and they also value again something that doesn't show up on the statute they weigh into account the blocking yeah the tight end 100 they should and that's not something that i can really speak all that much to i look with from a pure stats perspective isaiah likely from coastal carolina Mm -hmm. is dominates is, is probably the best yeah uh, I think very cool that Colorado State's tight end Trey, Trey McBride, McBride made the list. That abs- he should be celebrated for that. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't have a chance of advancing beyond here. I think he might actually. If yeah. he, I think he might be a finalist. I really do. Okay. He, he has a chance. But that's the thing. All these guys are so closely connected yeah. that, and I highlight McBride is the best blocker in the class. Okay. Like, so. If you're gonna do it from well, that so standpoint. that's the part that I don't exactly. I yeah, really so assess. I mean, and and real quick, we can even like I've still got it written in my notes. You know what I mean? Like talking about Trey McBride, things to where that will actually help him. Very versatile, can line up all over the field. Good lateral burst, very fast, can force linebackers to overturn their hips. Great at body blocking the defender for, uh, off the ball, from the ball. Amazing blocking skill. Um, but and then the one knock I had though on the on these notes was is it due to the competition that he's facing? Is that because he's not going up against Thibodeaux? He's not going up against you know Nicobe Deans, mm-hmm. or he's go- so maybe that kind of hurts him. But as far as his technique and his blocking style, you can either block or you can't. It's a yeah. mentality, and the kid has a mentality for it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but and he's he's a tight end that that finds the sticks. So that's so the, I mean the, your finalists in my opinion. So we're going from eight to four now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think likely Weidermeyer. I'll throw McBride in there if you think so. I think so. Uh, and then, and then Brock Bowers. I, 
You got you Mayor, got a freshman, huh? Mayor Deese, Dulcich have not been major impact player. I mean, Mayor probably the most out of those three. I'm, yeah, and there is someone that they did leave off this list that I'm actually kind of shocked. Yeah. Jeremy Ruckert, uh, good speed, good hands, runs deep routes. Uh, yeah, they left off Jeremy Ruckert. I think uh, Derek Deese is, isn't bad. But um, I was kind of shocked to see that they didn't go to nine. You know what I mean? Like uh, or was, ten, like those other. Yeah, ones. exactly. Know, you could but... find ten tight ends. Kolar's yeah. um, not bad, but yeah, I was really Jeremy Rucker from Ohio State uh, did totally get the shaft. <laughs> well, but, so do you think? Because we're talking about specifically the the voters, mm-hmm. do you think they would leave Brock Bowers out just because he's a freshman? Based on what he's done with all the injuries around that offense and being a big focal point no i don't i don't think they can i think because he's he's someone you 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 game plan for every single week and you know his speed you know his ability to to break tackles yeah he i i think he's going to be a finalist i think you're right i just think it's crazy that he's got a chance to win this as a freshman mm-hmm. the expectations of setting the bar though are pretty high i don't think he'll win it um but I, because I think it'll be Wiedermeyer. But yeah, and then moving on, we've got the Buckus. So we love linebackers on this show, uh, even though we say we don't. But we have been high on this dude all year, and I want you guys to understand we know a little bit what we're talking about when it comes to players. Nate Lamon gets named to this list. Um, we talked about Nate, and, and I had Nate Lamon as the sec, as actually the best linebacker in this class. I moved him down to number two because of Nicobe Dean, but Nate Lamon. Very because he hasn't even played in the last few weeks, it still made this list, which I think is awesome. So we've got Christian Harris, Darren Butler, Darren Beavers, Nate Lamb, and Nicobe Dean, Jack Campbell, Dimon Clark, uh, Brian Osmoa, and then uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, Noah Sewell, Brandon Smith, Aluka Fatuski, never heard of that guy before, DeMarvin <laughs> Overshawn, Devin Lloyd, uh, Leo Chanel, and then Chad Mima. So Chad Mima, we're going to shout out because he's from Wyoming and he's getting a little bit of love, which is good. Um, but as far as the – this is going to be tough to narrow down. I mean – It is. A lot of really good players on there. I mean, I, I've just – players we've highlighted as we've done game recaps. I mean, Noah Sewell has been fantastic for Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeMarvin Overshawn from Texas is a real game breaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Lloyd we talked about already. Nate Lamman we talked about already. Uh, Nicobe Dean as well. And he, finally, here's my guy, Damon Clark. I think he should be uh, probably on the Bednarik watch list as well, should the be. nation's leading tackler. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody on there that I, th- I think probably Brian Osamoa doesn't belong. Mm. Um, so then you could have put Nick Benito Nick for Benito. him. Nick Benito, yeah. I don't, How does, that was Nick Benito not on this list. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised about that. But he's on the but he's on the Bednarik. Yeah. yeah what? <laughs> like, okay, this is when you I, I get it, you voted. Right. But who voted for what list? You and know I mean? thought of another one just real quick yeah. that I think belonged on the Bitneric, My J. Sanders, mm-hmm. the D lineman from uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, 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 for sure. But uh, I mean, who who do you think Wait, is you, you? You've done your offensive players draft preview. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're probably going to be diving into defensive yeah, here after, pretty soon. Yeah. Who uh, who do you think has been real impressive on this list? Uh, Devin Lloyd. Yeah. To Nate Lamon when he does play, Nicobe Dean. Uh, when Nate Lamon plays, and I want to see the stats with or without him, because I bet it's a full ten points, honestly, with without Nate Lamon on the defense. Um, and then I really, really think someone that's flying kind of under the radar is definitely Chad Muma. The kid can 
flat out play. Mm-hmm. Like he's a really good linebacker, sideline to sideline player. There's and some then, really high flying offenses in the Mountain West. Yeah, too. yeah. And so he's been able to compile quite a. Noah Sewell will have will be on this list every single year that he plays in college. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. He's a very very good talent linebacker, but he's a freshman. Yeah. I'm not expecting him to win this or even be named to the finals because there's so many other good deserving players. But if I were to name my three finalists right now, it'd be Landman, Dean, and it would be Lloyd. Those are the three. And then, honestly, the battle to win this award would come down to Dean and Landman. Or Dean and Lloyd, sorry. Dean and Lloyd. Uh, everybody else on this list I don't think has a chance. This year. Christian Harris has been playing really well the last couple of mm-hmm. weeks for Alabama. Remember, at the start of the season, preseason, all SEC, all three of the first-team linebackers mm-hmm. were Alabama linebackers. Crazy. Will Anderson, Christian Harris, and the transfer from Tennessee, Henry Toa Toa. Uh, I... I agree with you in part. I, do, I don't think Landman is going to be a finalist because I'm not sure he's going to play anymore. Yeah. To be yeah. honest with yeah. you. Yeah. So then who do you I, – I think N'Kobe Dean – Do you give it to LBU at Brandon Smith? N'Kobe Dean, Devin Lloyd, I'm fully on board with those two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really shocked that Nick Benito is not on this yeah. list because he would be the third. The like. third from this list, maybe maybe Leo Chanel from Wisconsin. Yeah. Because they do have one of the top two defenses in the country. Them and Georgia are basically the two best defenses in the country. Oh, agreed. Agreed. So, yeah, those would probably be my favorite. And there's no one from Alabama on this list. Well, Christian Harris. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. So then there it is. Christian Harris. He's actually a pretty good linebacker. No, they're very good. Yeah. But, he, you know, when again, when you have the – with the three first-team All-SEC linebackers, they steal stats from each other. Yeah, that's you know true. what I mean. That's true. I, I see what you're saying. I agree with you, though. There's no question our defense, is, Colorado's defense, is much worse without Nate Land. And you were talking about like if you take who's, a player away, how does it impact the team? There's no question, who's, Nate. Land. Who's the other linebacker? Carson Wells. How come he's not on this list? Is he an edge rusher? He's an outside linebacker. He, they didn't move him to middle. He's still on the outside. Are they going to move him to middle when Nate leaves? No, no. I don't, okay. I don't – well, I mean, I don't think so. He's – he gets – he's not a, a tackle factory like Nate Landon. Mm. He's more of an edge rusher. He's, okay. He'll, he'll usually have more sacks than Landon. Okay. He comes off the edge. He's okay. a little bit more reliable on the outside in mm. coverage, uh, at least from my – my uh, thought and experience. I mean, I'm sure you could do a much deeper dive into that. I definitely will because I want to highlight him because I liked I liked his style of play when I saw him. Yeah. And I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, it's not a bad. It's a. It's, I think it's a really good list. It's going to be like I said. It's probably the the more evenly balanced list we've seen so far. And then we've got the Davy O'Brien Award, um, and I've got that list up here. So the Davy O'Brien Award goes to a quarterback. Uh, the semifinalists. There was 20 players that they were selecting. So Brendan Armstrong, Stetson Bennett. Anthony Brown, Matt Corral, Jake Hayner, Frank Harris, Sam Hartman, Hendon Hooker, Sam Howell, Grayson McCall, Tanner Mordecai, Kenny Pickett. Uh, no, sorry. Kenny Pickett's on here twice. Um, Desmond Ritter, Will Rogers, Carson Strong, CJ Stroud, Caleb Williams made the list, Malik Willis, Bryce Young, and then Bailey Zapp. So, <laughs> based on this list, you, you're probably going to go to 10 for the finalists maybe five so getting to five would be way harder than getting to ten i saw you put your head in your hand or your head in your hands on one of the players i listed anthony brown from <laughs> oregon just does not belong there he, he, no i mean come on mm. he, he he's not a good passer mm. he, he, he 
and Davy O'Brien is not. It's a passing award. Yeah, it's like it's Heisman. The, it's the best quarterback. Is, yeah. yeah. Well, but but with even more of an emphasis on passing mm-hmm. than than a running quarterback. Yeah. And Anthony Brown just does not belong there. You have all five of the top uh, passers in the country on that list. Bailey Zapp from Western Kentucky is number one in the country, and Brennan Armstrong, mm-hmm. Will Rogers, Carson Strong, Kenny Pickett. I I think this one's really kind of a toss up for me. Or an open field for me. What do you, what do you think? I mean, I think you might have a little more well, nuance in looking into it. The only comment I have is uh, Anthony Brown doesn't belong on that list. No, I, I would fully agree. I don't think Frank Harris is uh, roadrunner. So he's getting some love. Uh, I don't. What think was he, he makes, on that list? Yeah, he, Frank Harris. Uh, good for um, him. He's, he's not going to advance. No, no, no. He's not going to advance. I'm going off base of uh, Will Rogers, I think, is pretty good. But I don't think he's going to advance. C.J. Stroud uh, is, is probably going to advance because it's Ohio State. Oh, he's got it. Bailey Zapp, no. Uh, Malik Willis lost his chance, unfortunately, with that really terrible game. Um, so, yeah, it, I think it would be easier just to say who I'm shocked by. I'm shocked at Stenson Bennett, but I did say that he should probably be in contention for the Maxwell yeah. um, based on what he's done. So he's getting some love as a pure quarterback. Jake Hayner's on this list I really like. So all top five of my quarterbacks that I actually highlighted mm-hmm. in my draft are on this list. I think that's pretty cool, too. Um the player that I think wins it, it's well. I'll do the top three that it comes down to. Okay. If you're talking, I'll give you your your best passing set. Armstrong, yeah, deserves to be in a finalist. Yeah, uh, it'll be Matt Corral. Jake Hayner deserves. Hartman deserves it. Um, Kenny Pickett will probably be a finalist, and then I think it'll be uh, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams. Either one of those two. See, I don't think Williams or Corral make the finals of this. Really, you don't. They don't. Corral, just because he doesn't have the passing numbers, and Williams has only played, what, four games? But he saved the season in those yeah, four games, I just mean, like Stetson, just like Stetson did. I, I don't know. I, well, say you said Stetson Bennett's played eight games. I mean, it's totally different. Yeah, in my opinion, though, this is Bryce Young's award to lose, I think. <laughs> well, and what, what we talked about, too, is as, as a generality mm-hmm. – if a quarterback wins the Heisman, they won't win the Davy O'Brien. It's rare that you win both. Yeah. Is but, that right? Uh, no, that's the Maxwell usually. Okay. But the Davy O'Brien Award, yeah, because I think Baker Mayfield won it. Um, and the Heisman in the same year? I think so, yeah. Uh, let me Google it real quick and figure it out. Okay. Um, I mean, these guys are – I mean, Bailey Zapp and Brennan Armstrong have both passed for over 3,500 yards on the year – Will Rogers, I mean that's Mike Leach. Now, mm-hmm. now you have the Texas Tech, Washington State, Mike Leach system implemented at Mississippi State. I mean he's thrown for thirty three hundred yards. Yeah. So there, there we were a little bit wrong on the Maxwell and the Davy O'Brien. Baker Mayfield won the Maxwell, the Dave O'Brien, and then the Heisman. He won all three. He, he wow. clean sweep. He clean swept it. Um, and then, so let's see, as far as the other, I want to say. That was the year that Ed Oliver won the Outland Trophy. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick won the Thorpe. Yeah, he won. So, I mean, it, it is possible for sure. Does Bryce Young do it again? That's, I mean, like I said, I think it's Bryce Young's award to lose. I really do as far as pure quarterback play. I mean, who I would love to see win this award? Hayner or Armstrong for sure, yeah. I think. Um, 
But yeah, that, that that's the Davey O'Brien Award semifinalists. We'll get into – and we'll do another episode, guys, like of a special preview when they name the finalists. And we'll dive into those players as far as stat-wise, compare them to each other, who's better in our opinions. Um, and then we have we did the we have the we did the John Mackey the Burlsworth Trophy Award, um, but before we do that, I want to do the Lou Groza Award, which is the yeah. best kicker. So Gabe Burkich, Caden Camper from Colorado State, Jonah Delmas, Jonathan Garibay, Daniel Gutierrez, Casey from UNLV, Casey Legg, Andrew Mevis, Harrison Mevis, Jake Moody, uh, Nate Needham, John Richardson, Noah Ruggles, Nick Skiba, Matthew Shipley, Spencer Schrader. Caleb Shudek, Seth Small, Chandler Stanton, Brandon Talton, and Cade York from LSU. So what I know of one of these, I only know a little bit about Caden Camper. I wish I could say I knew more about anybody else. I think it's uh, really cool that UNLV is represented. I think it's really cool that Missouri is represented, um, Hawaii is represented, and then uh, South Florida is represented as well. And then you've got Appalachian State, Chandler Stanton. So – as far as the, I mean, I really like I said, I wish we could dive into these guys, but we unfortunately don't. Everett Hayes, Oregon State quarterback or kicker yeah. that you mentioned, he he kicked a sixty-yard field goal to put the game against Colorado. And these are weapons, time. like these are seen as good weapons to yeah. have on your team. We've talked about special teams is something that um, can't be overlooked. Honestly, uh, it's very well deserving. So, and then we have the the Jim Thorpe Award is what they did uh, on the twenty-fifth. So. Jaquan Brisker, Kobe Bryant, Lewis Seen, um, Jalen Foster, Ahmad Gardner, Kyle Hamilton, Matt Hankins, Brandon Hill, Vinny McKinley, Jaquan McMillan, Riley Moss, and Jalen Pitter. So right off the bat, once again, I don't see Stingley. And I, I, that's a big notable name off this list. Is it because LSU is down this year? I don't know. But talent-wise – you have to consider him. I mean, Lewis Seen is very good. Kobe Bryant's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I've been high on Kobe Bryant absolutely. in Cincinnati. And for those of you that don't know, Jim Thorpe goes to the best defensive back in the country. Um, and I think they already got it wrong with Stingley being off this list. <laughs> so, yeah. Any any tidbits on those guys? Who do you think might win it? Yeah. Let me see if I can jump back over to... Jalen Pitter's pretty good, too. The... Um, Stats page mm-hmm. here. Yeah. The uh, South Carolina defensive back that was leading the country in interceptions. I just want to Jalen Foster? Yeah. He, he's, okay, he's, so on he's on the list. Yeah, he's on the list. Leading the country in interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, Vernon McKinley, or Verone McKinley from Oregon has yeah. four interceptions. I think that's a pretty comprehensive list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know the reason for Derek Stingley not being on there, but I think there's a ton of talent on that list. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Uh, I think that. Obviously, having a player from Georgia is going to be tough to tough to not or keep off the finalist list for sure, especially just because how good their defense is. Um, and then, like we said, Jalen Foster should be obviously. It's good to see South Carolina get represented. And then we have the what other awards have they announced? Uh, the Werfel Trophy, which is uh, goes to the best coach. So Mac Brown, or sorry, not best coach. Uh, Mac Brown is on this from Ole Miss. Matt, Mike Kellyendo. Western Michigan, Sean Clifford, Penn State, Nicobe Dean, Georgia, James MP, BYU, Patrick Fields, Oklahoma, Mohassan, USC, Elijah Nix uh, from Cal, Brock Hoffman from VTech, Kakula Kaniho from Boise State, Isaiah Sanders from Stanford, and, and Austin Williams from Mississippi State. If I know anything about this trophy, which I really don't, uh, big names on those lists are Nicobe Dean and Mac Brown. 
and then you have uh, James MP from from BYU. So the Whirlpool Trophy is an award given annually to the college football player who quote best combines exemplary community service mm. with athletic and academic achievement. So just for those of you listening, like those a, names that yeah. Alan just listed, they are also very intelligent mm. and they are active in their community. So those are really upstanding. Um, great athletes as well. Obviously. Absolutely. Yep. So it's basically like the the NCAA's Walter Payton Award. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then that's the those are the semifinalists for a lot of the awards. Like I said, uh, throughout this month, they're gonna name the Doak Walker. They're gonna name the Blitnikoff. Um, and we'll dive into those two for sure. They're gonna talk about the Walter Camp, which I'm really excited for as well. Um, and that's here in the next couple uh, couple of weeks. They'll the Ray the guy. I don't know if they announced the semifinals for the Ray guy, the yeah. punter of the year, mm-hmm. but it, and that's probably coming. But that is a runaway. The kid Matt Ariza from San Diego State, yeah. averaging almost 52 yards oh, per geez. punt. He has something like 22 punts down inside of the 10 yard line. Mm-hmm. The, the, it should be a runaway. Oh, He's yeah. also the place kicker for them too. <laughs> this dude's going to play in the NFL. Absolutely, and rightfully so. Um, but yeah, that was that was kind of our little special tidbit as far as the um, the awards. I mean, we like talking about the awards. We like highlighting certain players on the show. Um, but it's been it's been a lot of fun diving in, and like we said, a lot of these players were highlighted on the draft previews that I've done. So and look for more players to be named as well. So we kind of know what we're talking about. But uh, this has been a fan section, a special little preview about the award list coming up. Uh, that is Tyson. I am Alan. We are out.